Necessity is the mother of invention So get ready for a mother of a ride Gas up your laptops, your tablets and devices Cause our asses are all quarantined inside More and more every day The world just feels so very far away Less and less things to do So pull up a chair and let us talk to you I'm Summer. And I'm Cody. And this is the More and More Everyday Podcast. He's a fifth grade teacher. She's a historian. And this is a daily blog and interview series brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project to capture and preserve the stories of students and teachers in the COVID-19 era. Welcome. Today's episode is with Clarissa, a student leader from South Mountain Community College of the Mecha de SMCC chapter. Clarissa was scheduled to graduate this spring, and though she did earn her associate's degree, she didn't get to walk in the ceremony. But she's not letting the canceled ceremony get her down. She says, I have another graduation to look forward to when she transfers to a university for her bachelor's degree. She wants other students to keep pushing and not be too hard on themselves if focusing on coursework has become difficult. I am joined today by Clarissa. Clarissa, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us your name, where you, where you go to school, and what's your major? All right, so my name is Clarissa. I go to school at South Mountain Community College, and my major is political science. Excellent. Thank you. And my first question for you, Clarissa, is just how are you doing? How are you dealing with all of the coronavirus, uh, quarantine, etc.? cetera? Mm, oof. I think right now it's just like it's a little harder concentrating on my in-person classes. So it was like so weird to adjust to those classes that I was so used to in person. And after that, um, I was kind of afraid to get go out just because of like how the media was. I still am because I only go out for the grocery store. But definitely hoping it calms down is just, I feel like school has been a little crazy, especially because I'm supposed to graduate mm. this semester. So I was kind of sad about that. But I mean, I prefer not having a ceremony than being confined in a room with like hundreds of other people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, last night was supposed to be commencement. It's such a disappointment that we didn't get to celebrate together. Yeah, like, I was so sad. Yeah, I don't believe you. But I'm transferring some. I have another graduation anyways. Good for you. That's a great attitude. The next question I have for you is, as, as historians, we like to research gradual change over time. But we also really like to look for something that's called the watershed moment. So like everything was one way and then after the moment, everything was totally different. And so in like kind of a small scale, can you look back on the last two week, two months or so and actually pinpoint a day or a date where it felt like everything changed for you? Mm. I remember a week before everything like started getting scarier. I was hanging out with my friends. We actually went to go eat out at a restaurant. We were in a room with a lot of people, no protection, no nothing, no disinfecting now, because now I disinfect everything. Like, I go to the grocery store, we disinfect the fruit, we take off our shoes, we wash our hands multiple times, and, like, even afraid to touch our, our hair in case, like, it got caught on anything. I feel like that was, like, the biggest change. Every time I go to the grocery store, I have to disinfect every little thing, because, now it's like you're afraid because you've heard of cases of people who say they've never gone out 
and they order takeout and somehow they end up getting the virus or they just go out to the grocery store as well. So I feel like I, I was going out one week with my friends with no protection or nothing. And then the next week I was doing all that. Yeah. It happened overnight or very quickly. Yeah. How about um, in regards to you as a student, you mentioned that it's been difficult for your face-to-face classes. So talk to me a little bit about what changed and why that's been difficult. I had um, my only face-to-face classes this semester were um, philosophy and a science class. So I feel like a science lab is like a more in-person thing just because it's easier to access a professor, like ask him right in class, like, how can you help me on this part of the lab? Because I don't understand it and stuff like that. And then my philosophy class, like, it was more, it's more philosophy. It was more in person. And it just, we had great conversations in class and like, we got that moment taken away. So I just felt like the procrastination and like, everything just made it difficult. And I feel like that was like the biggest problem for everyone because it's like so hard to have time management when the in-person classes aren't there anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's difficult for all of us. Teachers do. It's, it's hard to get your schedule back on track. All right. Um, how did your, did your teachers and professors communicate with you initially? And then how did they continue to communicate with you as the semester continued? Mm. So those two professors, um, I know my science and lab, like the science class, that professor, he like emailed us so many times and like he kept us on track on everything. So he even made like little video lectures for us to like do it on our own time. So I thought he was such a helpful professor as well. And my philosophy professor, he contacted us like, I feel like a week later after we had like the extra week that the that the school was giving us after spring break and he just like gave us two assignments to do like a project and a final and like he con- he has contacted us like three times throughout this time but i don't think it was necessary for him just of the way this philosophy class like worked mm-hmm. and like, his emails had enough detail yeah and everything Two very different approaches, but it sounds like they both worked okay. Yeah, good. Um, During this time, have you experimented with any new skills or hobbies or talents? Are you, you know, are you drawing or writing or cooking? Mm, I think right now I've been so busy, like, getting my on classes to finish that it's just, like, school. And then once I'm done with school on the computer, like, staring at a screen all day, I just lay back because also I have Mecha and I'm on the computer on meetings too as well so that's all I've been concentrating on I feel like once I'm done I have like one class left once I'm done I feel like I could start a little hobby and I'm like planning on starting my own little gra- garden oh a garden what what do you want to plant um I think I want to start with like carrots or cucumbers or anything that's available that I could find like at Home Depot that's like a little sprouted already. Sure, a transplant. Yeah, those are great. How fun. Good for you. And you said that you're transferring. So how is this quarantine um, affecting your transfer plans? Are you still able to register for the classes you want to take? Are you planning to take them in person? What what's what does the future hold for you? I don't know. I'm kind of scared to go in person to classes because of the, of the second wave that they said they 
they could predict that might happen. So I think I'm going to just try and do in-person classes, but I know some colleges might try to take precautions and, like, ask you to wear face masks and stuff. I'll just try to be, like, my best to be careful just because I don't know ASU. Like, it will be a whole different environment. So I kind of want to see it a little bit in person. So I might do that, just a couple classes in person and then some online. Yeah, so feel it out. So, yeah. Good. Okay, well, you'll have to keep me posted on how that's going. And as for Mecha, how did Mecha make adjustments in the middle of the semester? Well, I remember we wanted to have so many events and fundraisers that we had to transfer some of those events virtually, like mm -hmm. our toy drive. And the first day everything happened, we wanted to keep everyone informed with, like, the district, like, of Maricopa County, like, the colleges, how they were going to they were going to go on with this if graduation was postponed and just like tips on how to keep yourself safe. We went live on our Facebook and Instagram to keep everyone informed just once. It was just me and Salma who went live. So that's what we did. And now we like have these weekly meetings and like we try to promote to people to come, but it's kind of harder now online mm -hmm. than in person because people don't feel like intimidated to come on camera. Yeah, or there might be broadband issues or internet issues. Maybe their mom or dad needs the computer. Um, so it's tough, yeah. What do you do to establish a sense of normalcy? How are you trying, how are you trying to have a, build a routine or feel like yourself? Um, I think what I started, the first time all this happened, I was going to sleep late, like till five in the morning until I decided to, like, start going to sleep early and waking up early, and I feel like that made me feel a little more normal throughout my routine than going crazy staying at home all day. Mm -hmm. Like, the only days I look forward to going out is, like, the grocery store. <laughs> That's, like, about it. What do you miss the most? Um, I think I miss the most having the option to be able to leave my house. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, the biggest thing is, like, having that option and, like, not having to take precautions to, like, go out. Every time I have to put on a mask and then I have to take out a hand sanitizer before I go in my car and just, like, disinfect everything. Mm -hmm. I miss not having to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so weird. When you think about the future, what are you hoping for and what are you fearful of? I'm fearful of having a second wave of this because we don't know if it's going to hit us harder and you're just afraid like what if I get it on this what if I'm lucky this first wave and if the second wave of the virus comes like what if I end up getting it and I won't know how it affects me because some people are completely fine but there's other people who are like just battling for their life and you don't know which one you're gonna be mm -hmm. so I feel like that's the scariest part so I hope there won't be a second wave, and it does end up coming down. But we'll never know until, like, the whole states open up again. Mm -hmm. until, until then, like, you just have to remain hopeful. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Have you had any aha moments or epiphanies, moments where you've realized something that you didn't before? Mm. I feel like I took granted my health 
of like never caring to get sick like oh I only get sick once a year and it's barely anything it's like the cold and if I get the flu it's super rare Mm -hmm. and now it's like it's scary to get sick because you don't know what it will be like when all of this first started I was coughing a lot and I was so scared I thought I had the virus that I went to the doctors turns out I only had bronchitis (laughs) so I feel like that's like the scariest part yeah absolutely And then I only have two more questions for you. The first is, do you have a favorite quote or a mantra that's kind of helping you get through this time? I don't think I do. Do I? Trying to think. Um, I don't think I have a favorite quote. That's okay. Some people are like quote people. You know, they have quotes on their wall or they, you know, have a quote on their screensaver, but some people don't. It's it's almost 50-50. It's very interesting. Yeah. And then my, my last question for you is, if you were to find yourself reading this blog or listening to this podcast, what would you want to hear from students and teachers all over the country right now? I think the biggest relief to hear from students that it's okay to be messing up on your classes right now because of this whole pandemic that's going, because you never know what's going through anyone's head, like anxiety or just depression from being at home in your home life because I know a lot of people who are like sad their grades are really low and they don't know what to do if they should just drop the class or like start a new semester over Mm -hmm. and it's just like I feel like it's a relief to hear other people are going through the same thing as you Mm -hmm. so I think I agree and so I'm really thankful that you spent some time with me this morning because I think a lot of people are looking for just that right to feel like there's a connection that there's other people out there who are experiencing similar things. Yeah. Well, before we go, Clarissa, do you want to share where people can find you on social media? Maybe you can plug Mecha's um, Instagram or Twitter account. Oh, yeah. Um, so our our Instagram, it's mecha.de.smcc. So that's our Instagram. And our Facebook is just mecha.de. SMCC again, it's pretty easy to find us on Facebook as well. So those are like our little Instagram plug right there. And I'm pretty sure you can find me on there too because I post on there. Those are little, our little shout out for the Mecha Club. That's fabulous. And then are you taking a summer class or will you be back in the fall or are you transferring to ASU this fall right away? I'm transferring to ASU this fall right away. Like I'm completely done with my classes. Good for you. And I'll miss South because I love that school. Yeah, we. I, it's a special place, isn't it? It really is. I feel like if I went straight to university, I wouldn't have as much confidence going now to ASU. I feel like community college is just like a better little, a little space before you like venture off to like a bigger campus. Absolutely. Well, thank you for talking with me today, Clarissa. I cannot wait to put your episode up on the podcast. Thank you so much. No problem. We'll talk soon. All right, bye. You can find us at SouthPhoenixOralHistory.com, on Instagram at SMCCHistory, or send us an email at HistorySouthMountain at gmail.com. Music provided by Jake and Emily Speck.